Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I'm your host. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'm going to be talking about narcissistic blame shifting, blaming the victim. I'd like to start off quoting from an article titled The, Ver- the Verbal Vomit of the Psychological Abuser, Projection and Blame Shifting. This is an article by Andrea Schneider. She says like this, the definition of projection or blame shifting, a term originally coined as a self-defense mechanism by Anna Freud, when a person attributes their own unwanted thoughts, feelings, or motives onto another person. By projecting or blame shifting one's undesirable mental, emotional notions onto another person, the individual is then defended against having to be aware and accountable for their own thought process. The object of the projection is then targeted for blame since the unwanted thoughts and emotions are too threatening to be accountable to. Healthy people, however, and this is to continue the article, quoting the article, can acknowledge where they need to to assess integrity and authenticity and explore uncomfortable feelings. Extremely narcissistic individuals are not capable of that level of insight and feel very exposed and vulnerable to shame and judgment. Thus, refusing to be aware of or show and admit their own imperfections and scary feelings within their inner psyche. Therefore, projection or blame shifting becomes habitual as very common psychological abuse tactic against the psychological abuser's target, family member, romantic partner, friend, coworker, end quote. A healthy individual would receive a constructive comment as an opportunity to learn grow, make amends, compromise, and evolved and evolve with their loved ones. A narcissistic individual is very much threatened by any feedback or any input which renders them anything less than exceptionally unique and special. All a narcissistic abuser really needs to do to make this technique effective is tell victims that they are wrong for whatever they did, and victims are left searching within for what they did wrong, ultimately to correct and uh, assure that um, the narcissistic abuser doesn't rage, doesn't uh, doesn't feel slighted, or doesn't punish them. This sets up a dynamic where the abuser could rage, punish, silent treatment, and abuse victims, and victims are always blamed for the mistreatment. After a while, victims won't even look at their abuser and simply blame themselves for everything that goes wrong. If victims decide to argue the point and fight back, the abuser may say something like, look at you, you are getting all worked up, you must be the problem. Or, why are you still talking about this? Or, you always get defensive, just admit you screwed up. Or something like, you wouldn't be this upset if you were innocent. I feel like I can't talk to you. Or, are you trying to blame me? All these are really a deflection technique in order to not have to answer for personal actions, self-reflect, and take responsibility for the hurt that was caused. In addition, narcissistic abusers may recruit flying monkeys, create smear campaigns, and even tell relatives and friends of the victim ahead of time, behind the victim's back, that they are in fact the perpetrator, that the narcissistic abuser in this case is the victim, really just to make it harder for the real victim to be believed if they were to stand up to the abuser and push back in innocence by reaching out to those close to him or her. Victims of this technique, of this abuse technique, are riddled with shame and guilt for any mistakes they make. Always, really constantly saying sorry, apologizing, 
and will be trying to do things perfectly for the fear of making a mistake and opening themselves up for more punishment, more abuse, more shaming and guilting. Self-abuse is common for victims of this type of abuse, ultimately because they are left constantly trying to get it right, be perfect enough, be enough, and not screw up, and angering the narcissistic abuser, triggering them to lash out in punishment in any of the aforementioned techniques. Narcissistic abusers recruit others to make the victim look like they are the cause of the abuse and even the abuser themselves. This, of course, is to shift blame off themselves and onto victims, which is similar to triangulation. They triangulate victims against others, as mentioned a little bit earlier, creating this very difficult, almost cornering them into taking on the role of the victim or the abuser and blaming themselves for everything that goes wrong. Blame shifting is a rather easy technique to use as it's often the victim's victim who is symptomatic. So they're showing symptoms, they're, in, they're, they're high anxiety, they're the ones who are lashing out, they're re reactive, they're in a highly reactive state, mainly because they're being abused. The abuser is cool, calm, and collected, making the claim of the victim being the issue a whole lot more real. This is most often seen in the scapegoat child, who is the quote-unquote crazy one. And really, the family blames this crazy one for all the problems, when in reality, they are just the token basket case who have been assigned to show all the issues of the family and really being a dumpster for all the issues, really showing the symptoms for the dysfunctional family so the abuse can ultimately be hidden. And they can sort of label this individual the, the, the one who has the issue, and in fact, they're just showing the symptoms for a much larger problem of a narcissistic family unit. Victims who may be desperate to hold on to the bond with their abusers may assume all the blame, even for actions that are not their own, just to keep the peace and stop the abuse. If this happens, the narcissistic abuser will have set up the perfect system where they can quite literally at any point in time dump negative emotions onto their victims who will then ingest them, absorb them, and blame themselves without any questioning. To further quote the aforementioned article, be aware of projecting your own compassion and empathy onto the malignant narcissist, as such an abuser will use your kindness as a weapon against you and instead exploit and further extract ego fuel, end quote. She discusses some, some techniques on how to deal with this type of um, type of attack and ultimately this type of abuse. Feel free to reach that uh, reach out to that article and check it out. A fantastic article. Um, some techniques that I would suggest when you are under attack of blame shifting is be imperative to become less reactive to the verbal tirade and watch how they are playing this game. Notice when you feel guilty and shameful and your reaction in response to their assaults. Ultimately, the abuser needs victims to have this guilt and shame and have the reaction to that guilt and shame so that they can be controlled. They will then ultimately uh, to ultimately look within consequently. If you watch your reaction and catch yourself before you go within, so before you start blaming yourself, you just notice your feelings, notice what's happening around you, you may be able to catch yourself before this game is being played, remove yourself from taking blame for something that really is just not your fault. Blame shifting is a sort of gaslighting as well, making you feel like you're out of your mind as you simply cannot figure out what is going on. In this state, it's going to leave you in a permanent assumption, assumptive state where you feel like you are always wrong 
and things that go wrong are in some way your fault. On the healing journey, it's vital to get an accurate awareness of what is your fault and what is not. And this is really where the, so to, so to speak, brainwashing uh, takes its toll because victims have been brainwashed to blame themselves constantly. So coming out of the fog and coming out of the programming and brainwashing of the narcissistic abuser is going to be vital. It's important to self-reflect and realize that maybe it's not entirely your fault. It may be a small bit your fault, but ultimately speaking, or not your fault, but your responsibility, I should say, nothing is black and white. It's gray. So by just taking a non-reactive look at what happened, seeing your role in the abuse, perhaps you have a programming or a relationship pattern that plays into the narcissistic abuser, noticing that. And then ultimately seeing how you may have played into the dysfunction is vital to healing and taking responsibility so that you can correct those relationship patterns, heal your wounds, and become the healthiest version of yourself. Ultimately speaking, being abused in this way will leave you with a very distorted idea of reality and the truth. It's important to understand that blaming yourself is a distortion because it is not all your fault. Taking responsibility is the antidote to blame. But you, by taking ownership of the fact that this happened, accepting it happened, and realizing that how you played into it is going to be vital as you get the clearer picture of the truth of what has happened, you'll then be able to decipher between what was told to you and what you were brainwashed to believe in order to sort of decode what was told to you and how you perceived reality based on the mistreatment. I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I can understand this information is extremely difficult to absorb, especially if you've been a victim of such. I'd be an honor to help you on your healing journey, identify the relationship patterns, the wounds of childhood, the programming that aligned you with a narcissistic abuser and set you up, in a sense, for mistreatment in this way, to blame yourself and to really abuse and, and, and make excuses for the narcissistic abuser. Healing is extremely important and necessary. Oftentimes, when we don't heal... We enter into another relationship with similar patterns of, relation, of relating, which oftentimes leads to another abusive relationship. That's why it's vital to heal before you enter into the next relationship. And I'd be more than happy to help you heal so that you can enter into another, healthy, another relationship that's healthy, fulfilling, respectful, and taking responsibility for everyone's actions and not blaming anyone for things that they did not do. Please do reach out and I offer a free 15-minute consultation. I'd love to chat with you and identify how I could be of service to you. The number to reach me is 252-696-4852. I can reach by email, Y-I-T-Z, that's yitz, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. Once again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and until next time, all the best.